Hi there. I am so excited to invite you to attend our fourth annual free virtual special education and advocacy conference. We are hosting it here at Ashley Barlow Company in partnership with Rebecca Poe Teaching. And we are so excited for a few new things at this year's conference. The first new thing is that we have not just one, but two different tracks for attendance. For the first time ever, we have created a track that is specific for school staff and teachers. We also still have that traditional track that we intend to be really great for parents and caregivers in the IEP arena. So yes, we have a teacher track and a parent track. On that teacher track, you are going to learn about things like easier data collection, gestalt language processing, behavior reading, and other super hot topics in special education practice, as well as advocacy. On the teacher and caregiver track, you're going to learn about stress management for caregivers, using adaptive books, something that I have really kind of um, dove into here at my own house, inclusion advocacy, advocacy strategies, and so, so much more. That free ticket will give you one pass, one access to one presentation per hour on the track that you choose, either that teacher track or the parent track. Of course, if you are not available on January 19th or January 20th when the conference is taking place, you can buy tickets to access the conference on demand. And those tickets, of course, are available at our website, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference slash 2024. Check out the website for more information about ticketing. This year, we also have something super exciting planned. We have decided to make this a two-day event. When I partnered with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I told her that I really feel like School districts, disability organizations, and other community organizations need to start providing trainings that are accessible to teachers, related service providers, administrators, parents and caregivers, and other community members that are interested in IEP support. What if we all attended the same training? What if we all learned information about special education practice? curriculum, how to read evaluations, that kind of stuff, about special education advocacy, how we can collaborate more, how we can work together, and even about special education laws. What if we all attended those presentations and we workshopped them together? So together with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I have created the Empowered Workshop Series, and we are excited to bring it to your organization or school in 2024 and beyond. If you are interested in having Rebecca and I bring a workshop to you, you can see a preview of the Empowered Workshops on January 19th, the Friday before our main conference programming. For more information about that, either send me a DM or check out the website, again, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference dash 2024. We hope to see you January 19th and or January 20th and can't wait to connect with you. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Ashley Barlow Company podcast. I'm Ashley Barlow, your host. If you are a parent, 
a teacher or someone who works at a school, or you're a community member, a volunteer or a staff member at an organization that supports people with special education plans, a coach, a tutor, or even a grandparent, you're in the right place. Sit back with an ice cold glass of lemonade, put on your walking shoes and grab some headphones, roll down the windows and cruise. Ready, set, go. Educate, advocate, collaborate. Welcome back to the Special Education and Advocacy Podcast with Ashley Barlow. I'm Ashley Barlow, but I'm so happy you're here. Now, this is funny. You usually watch on YouTube. You're like, why are you in your kitchen with wet hair bending over your countertop? What in the heck is happening? Here's the thing. We're doing a parent series. And I like something that completely baffles me is the fact that you all seem to think, and like universally, this is a, a, a scene to think, that I like have it together, which is, I, I mean, like, I'm not kidding, like, really, because I am like, and I, uh, I mean, I guess I do have some things together, but a lot of times there's, there's a lot of like handshaking and like, whoa, what's happening? And that's okay. It's all okay. But today, what I want to do is I want to model for you the fact that, you know, sometimes we multitask and sometimes we, sometimes we do have it all together. Sometimes we do not. Sometimes we have to multitask. Sometimes we are incapable of that and it is all okay, right? Because I feel like, especially in today's day and age with Instagram and Facebook and websites and people that are self-published that are writing, you know, books that that you can access. There's just a whole lot of self-righteousness out there in the world. And it leaves a, a lot of people feeling kind of inadequate. And, and, and I don't want anybody to ever feel inadequate, but when you're caring for somebody that needs a little bit of extra help or a lot of extra help, the last thing that we can feel is inadequate. So this podcast is what I hope to do in this parent series is to give you just little lessons that I have learned along the way and that some of my friends have learned along the way. We will most likely, the way that it's scheduled right now, have to take a break uh, to do conference stuffs and then come back to the parent series and the podcast. And it's just going to be so fun. So today's podcast is about a lesson that I have learned and adopted and loved in the last six months that I think could really, really help you all. Before we do that, I have a little exciting bit to share with you about the conference. Emails have gone out to solicit our speakers and we have a partner we are not yet ready to announce, but I think the conference is going to have a parent track and a teacher track. And so I hope that the conference will have an opportunity for you to connect with your teachers and to say, hey, listen, there's this conference and it's very affordable and you'll get a certificate at the end that will help you with you know, maybe the ability to get some continuing education. And I would love to attend sessions with you. 
And I would love to attend different sessions and come back and share with you and collaborate on the best ways that we can support my darling little child. And so I am super excited to very soon announce the uh, partnership that I have developed with you. And I am super excited to get the conference underway. So stay tuned for the fourth annual virtual free special education advocacy conference. We will, in fact, do a paid ticket again so that you can access it on demand. So just a little tease for the conference. I am super excited and I hope that you are getting excited about it too. Okay. What is the lesson that that I have learned? Before I tell you the lesson, here's what I want for you to know. I am about as type A as type A gets, like control freak to the max. When I was in college, I went on a, well, I did a couple like summer semesters in Germany and my parents would come meet me. My parents always traveled to Europe every summer when I was growing up and they like love to go to Europe. And so they would, whoa, that's a lot of blush. Maybe I look like it's summertime. Just even it out a little. Don't worry, I'll I'll go in and take care of that. Anyway, my mom and dad would join me and, you know, for like a week or something. And so they got to come to the Berlin Zoo with my little group one time, which was kind of fun. And they like even rode on the bus with us. And um, everybody was getting on the bus and like we're getting ready to leave. And the professors were like, okay, time to go. Hit it, bus driver. And I started counting the people. And my mom was like, you're not the teacher. You do not need to count to make sure everybody's here. Somebody else is in charge and surely they've counted. Well, I'll be damned. I was like, nope, we're missing two people. So I announced we're missing two people. And they were like, oh, oh we are turning around, blah, blah, blah. So being a control freak has had its advantages to me. Like I rescued people from being abandoned in Berlin. But it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure that's completely unnecessary because I don't, you know, I'm not in charge, right? Like I, it, it, but my poor body cannot rest. So we were telling Griffin the other day, one of my relatives was um, going like really far in depth on treatment for a, for like a, a fairly common condition. Somebody had had an injury and then it kind of like exacerbated a pretty common condition. And Griffin said, you know, if I had that, wouldn't we just do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes, but here's the here's the deal. This person has had a lot of experiences in their life that have made them kind of on edge, like always ah, ready, ready for what could come next. And So their body cannot rest and that's okay. Their body cannot rest and that's the way life goes. But we have, like, if you know that about yourself, then you can kind of like calm yourself down and you can um, be more engaged. This trick I know works for people with that personality style. But this trick also, I'm pretty sure, works for kind of all people, because I have given this advice to moms that want to go back to work 
or more common than that, moms that want to do something part-time, like a, a work-from-home job or a uh, even like a direct, what's that called, direct marketing job, like selling Matilda Jane or something. I know that doesn't exist anymore. Man, I loved Matilda Jane clothes. I don't have any little girls, but those pants were so comfy and just a little special, you know, like the little ruffles were just so cute. So I've given this advice to literally probably close to 100 clients and friends. And universally, people come back and they're like, oh, ha. But as I said, it wasn't until like the last six months that I have thought, okay, now I've got it figured out. All right. So are you ready for the trick? The trick that I have learned in terms of caring for myself is literally to schedule relaxation. And that sounds so incredibly easy, but it is incredibly hard. So I first thought of this, like I said, well, okay, so now you're like, how did you tell people that were stay-at-home moms going into direct marketing to schedule relaxation? Not necessarily what I told them. What I told them is you have to schedule the time that you are going to do all of the things that you currently do. So, you know, you can go to the gym at 9 a.m. You still need to go to the gym, but you're going to have to say, I go to the gym at 9 a.m. And you're going to have to keep that on your schedule. And you really like your library time with your toddler, followed by lunch with your, you know, four mommy child combination friends. You're going to have to say on Tuesdays, this is what we do. And then you're going to also have to say on Wednesdays from four to nine, I work. And that means that my kid, my husband picks up from preschool or my mother-in-law comes over. We hire a babysitter or whatever. You have to do it on a schedule. So if you're thinking about taking a part-time job or going back to work or whatever, my number one advice is schedule it like a type A person, but don't forget to build in the time for you to do what you like and to take care of yourself. Okay, so that's kind of my my like main advice here is build in the time for you to relax or to rejuvenate however you whatever you need, right? And that might change from time to time. So, oh, I don't know. It's probably been 10, 12 years ago. I said that to somebody else and I was like, I should probably do that. Like I should probably schedule the time for what I want to do. And so ever since what I have done is, you know, like on Saturdays and Sundays, I wake up and I say, okay, what's everybody want to do? Right. And then I say, well, I, you know, I'd like to read for an hour. I'm going to go read for an hour or on the rare occasion that we've been out late or something. I'm like, I am going to try to take a nap. So, you know, when you guys go fishing or whatever, then I might try to take a nap. And it could also just be like stuff you want to do around your house. I want to take everything off the shelves and dust them because I feel like I sneeze in here a lot. Maybe that is rejuvenating to you. Build it into the schedule. When you guys do this, I want to do that. And if you're really like high strung like I am, the problem becomes, well, yeah, I want to take everything off the shelves. But that means my kids are plugged into Barney for an hour. I don't know, like, who's the guy? Bluey. Bluey for an hour and all hell breaks loose because then they are an unstructure. Well, then what you have to do is you have to structure that time for them. You have to preemptively structure that time for them. So that might mean getting a babysitter. You know, until recently, if Brandon went out of town, 
I would get a babysitter on Saturdays and Sundays for like two hours. And sometimes what I was doing is I was going to the grocery store. But most of the time I was getting a babysitter so I could go to a yoga class or I could go take a run or a walk or I could just have like a break time for myself to get stuff done. So what happened to me about six months ago, maybe a little bit longer ago, but when I moved my office home. So if you're new here, in February of 2023, I sold my office building that we had been in for about 12 years. And I uh, moved my office to my home. And, you know, that was great because I like busyness. And so I was kind of reducing my caseload because I was um, getting rid of all of my divorce clients. And I was selling a building and I was moving and, and like totally reorganizing the entire first floor of my house. And it was all really, really great. But then like, you know, every other dopamine rush eventually comes like to a, a crashing down. Oh, and I also had a new job. I was working at the National Down Syndrome Congress from October of 20 until January of 23. And so, you know, I was I was kind of on like a new a new high job and or a new job high. And then like boom, it all kind of came crashing down. And so there wasn't as much to do here. And what I realized is I am still a very efficient worker. I still get my work done really fast. But if I don't have literally things to do that are not work, I end up sitting here at my desk like, do, do, do. what am I going to do that I was going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do that's like a long-term project? But the thing is, is that just burns you out because you are taking the time to knit the scarf, to dust the shelves, to bake the bread, to go make the loop through TJ Maxx, to take the walk, to care for the dog, any of those things. And so what I have learned very, very deliberately in the last couple of months is to be deliberate and to schedule and to plan what I'm going to do each day to make myself happy. And what I have found is I have like crawled out of that like fog of raising little kids. And I do, I have time, like I just wallpapered an entire wall in my house, like behind shelves and it looks so great and I'm so happy. And it was super creative time and it was, it took me a few days, but I totally loved it. And I was, Jack was fine. Griffin was fine. Everybody got where they needed to go. And so I built that time in. I did a lot of it, honestly, while, while Jack was at school. And I, and I built that in. And then at night, I, you know, was doing a little bit of work, which totally worked out fine. So build in your time to rejuvenate, to rest, to plan, all of those things. And I think you might be able to achieve a little bit more peace. Now, this is super exciting news because this episode is publishing right before December of 2000. And I did it on purpose. We can do this even if we just do it during the holiday season, right? We have more responsibilities during the holiday season. It might be wrapping. It might be buying. It might be errand running. It might be baking. It might be managing behaviors because of the stress that the holidays bring. All of these things are normal, but they add on to our schedules. And so anticipate them and then build time for yourself to just 
be able to access whatever you need to access in order to be happier and healthier. I hope that helps you. A quick little blurb in our parent series that might help you make it not only through the holiday season, but really kind of like come back to yourself and nurture yourself as a caregiver and really just more as a human like me. You know, what do I like? What do I need? What are the things that are driving me crazy or the things that fulfill me? And how can I get them? That's really the questions to ask. So I will see you next week. Same time, same place. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon.